Hello, everybody, and welcome. Hello. My name is Matt. I'm Celine. And, and this, this is, is Peculiar, Peculiar Pairings. Pairings. Yay! Yay. So. This, this is where we, uh, we have some sweet treats, and we talk about some mm-hmm. sweet stories, and everybody has a good time, hopefully. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, I mean, I feel like this week's story is... Gonna be a good one. I well, go, first of all, go ahead and and tell us what the topic is. Yeah, so we're talking about Phoenix Jones, who is a vigilante superhero from Seattle. Well, he lived well, in Seattle. Lives. Yeah, little little known real life superhero. I will admit, uh, I do actually know a little bit about this guy. Normally, I'm going in pretty much entirely cold. I, yeah. I think I've watched a. A YouTube video, or I I listened to a fairly extensive podcast about him. I'm I'm very excited to revisit this guy's story because it is it's interesting. Yeah, this is a pretty interesting one. But the reason we chose it is kind of in honor of your recent trip to Seattle. <laughs> Which which I ended up totally screwing up because the whole point was that we could get some other people in on recording for it get and some that ended hosts. up not happening. We'll still have to yeah. get them connected at some point, but yeah. Drove we'll have them on at a different time. Miles. It's fine. Yeah, it'll work out. But that that's what brings us to Seattle this week. And that also brings us to our, our treats this week. Uh, I wanted to invoke the idea of of his his character name of phoenix and the idea of like vigilantism and so we've got our sort of patriotic bomb pops as our treat it's a it's a classic from childhood which oddly yep. enough i i was telling this to my girlfriend lily i, I remember it being so much bigger as a kid and not yeah, even uh, just like the, the transition of like a younger self like a, a smaller version of me trying to eat a bomb pop. I, I remember them being like a foot long or something. Like the ones you would actually get from an ice cream truck. I remember yeah, being significantly like larger. So much bigger than. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this one's like not even a, a full size hot dog. Like the sweet treats, but. Yeah. It does seem to just. I know. It's smaller than I remember being. Yeah. Same design and everything. Same taste. So that's fine. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wanted it to, we're, we're, I remember. yeah, we're, we're kind of getting into spring. It's still mid March, uh, at the time of recording, but it's, uh, it's it warming April, up. We're... Actually. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's mid March when, well, it was mid March. It's actually other month. <laughs> I see that was a test and, uh, and sort of a, an insider thing. Cause it was mid-March when we were going to record. That's true. When we were going to. See, that was, see that, yeah, that was a trick. I, I really knew what I was talking about. I wasn't mistaken at all. Yeah, I was testing, yeah, making sure that everybody was on, on the same page. But uh, yeah. in, in addition to the sort of uh, patriotism, you know, things are warming up. We've got April showers instead of March snowfall, although apparently in the Midwest here it's supposed to snow next week. But I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about warming temperatures. So we got a popsicle. And then for the drink, I wanted it to kind of speak to the idea of a phoenix. So I wanted it to have a little yeah. burn to it. 
And I am not personally a fan, but I thought Fireball would be perfect for that. Uh, and I'm actually kind of surprised. I, I don't mind it. I don't drink it much. Uh, I usually do it as shots. I don't think I've ever had mm-hmm. it in a mixed drink. And so I, I just looked up some, some like common mixers with it and was really surprised to see on the list that cream soda was there. And I'm like, that is the weirdest combination that I could have thought of for fireball. And so far I'm pleasantly surprised. It is pretty damn good. Yeah. I have to admit it's like it really warming cuts... for the soul. Cause that's the cinnamon and the, yeah. the whiskey. Yeah. It's simultaneous. Cause it's still rather cold out. I think the high today was 48, but it's, it's already getting down into the thirties here again. So it does have kind of a comforting warming sensation, but then it also has a, I don't know, a sort of sweet summer day kind of taste to it. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's yeah. kind of the perfect drink for today. So it's working out. Yeah, I like it. I've actually, Tori has suggested this one before. And oh, no kidding. We actually, yeah, we actually got cinnamon schnapps instead mm-hmm. of whiskey so Sydney could have it with us. It was pretty good. Does Sydney not process whiskey well or she just doesn't like whiskey? Mm-hmm. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> that shows you how much I know about whiskey. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the gluten in it. So ah, I thought they just cinnamon got schnapps it. Schnapps from... is a great substitute if you okay. yourself cannot have whiskey. Substitute well, for that, and it's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, then that's perfect. Yeah, if anybody wants to make this, uh, listening to it, and they don't, they can't go with Fireball. Then there you go. You have options. I thought they just got whiskey from the whiskey tree, and uh, <laughs> although just that was... the tree like maple syrup. Yeah, yeah. You know, you go to Fireball Town and. It's like a, it's like a, it's like where they make wine and in, in vineyard country. They, Is it uh, in Phoenix, Arizona? Cause I feel like that would work really well. Oh my God. That would be the best. If I'm not even, I don't even want to look it up. I just want to now imagine forever. Yeah. That fireball is made in Phoenix, Arizona and they have all these stupid jokes and like paraphernalia about rising from the heat and the ashes or whatever. Oh, I mean, if not <laughs> opportunity missed. Yeah. And then, although someday I'm going to look it up and it'll be like <laughs> Chicago. And then I'm like, oh, oh, it's less fun. Watch it be in just like a random place in like Ohio. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Chilton, Chilton, Ohio. <laughs> we're, we're in Ohio. That's all we can tell you. Yes. Well. Let us get to Phoenix Jones. Yeah. Our sources, well, my sources for today is Wikipedia, Seattle Times, MyNorthwest.com, TheWeek.com, and Tillin.com. So, I feel like we can't talk about Phoenix Jones, our vigilante justice, without talking about the Rain City superhero movement. So it was a whole thing that I actually did not know about. So, right. Yeah, that was what that was something that surprised me the most when I first heard about him and his story was just that there was apparently this whole thing going on and mm-hmm. it's it's really quite surprising. Yeah. So, as the name suggests, it is based in Seattle in the state of Washington for anyone who does not 
know where that is. It is composed of a costume activist group who went around patrolling the city fighting crime. Yeah. Rubber suits and kicking boots. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I th- I don't know if they had rubber suits, but they had suits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess I don't know if they were rubber, but they definitely had some pretty kick-ass suits. Yes, they did. And witnesses have reported that these individuals have intervened in crime on several occasions. Although the Seattle Peace, uh, police, not peace, <laughs> the Seattle police trying to keep the peace were not thrilled. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> As it's amazing. It's just assume, like in the movies. It is just like in the movies. The police are pissed. Yeah, the the the, the vigilantes. Yeah, the vigilantes tie up some bad guys and they run away and then the cops get out just in the nick of time or like just as they run away and they're shaking their fists and like, we're going to get you, Phoenix. <laughs> and then they all run around a corner and they high five like it's the 90s and they're like, yeah, <laughs> we did it. Yeah, all right. We got that cat out of the tree. Yeah. (laughs) In a way, way, yes. And the Seattle police maintained during this time that they prefer individuals do not not put themselves in danger and that only police officers who are signing up for this job should do it. I do like how polite they are about it, though. And they're like, we prefer. We prefer you don't do this. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's some kind of uh, some kind of law in basically every part of the country. What's like you can't you can't do vigilantisms. <laughs> I just like how they're like yeah. we prefer it if you obey. the we law. We prefer you obey the law. Just prefer it, you know. Which is yeah, that'd be and fine. They also said that they would rather they act as a good witness and have them testify. Like in court instead of yeah running around as amateur Avengers. Yeah, get out those notebooks, take down take down some uh, some details of crimes. License plate. Yeah, like what they look like. Take a photo. Get a crappy cell phone video if you can. Oh, speaking of cell phone videos, because I have to go off on this tangent for a hot minute. Did mm-hmm. you see the video of? the lift driver who was like held at gunpoint for several minutes and she like oh. ended up dying from this guy like getting what in her the- car oh my god no. when did this happen like yesterday and what was, was, was phoenix jones the fuck whole other state oh but what? okay so i mean not his fault but it's stuff like that where you have a cell phone video to hopefully catch someone like that. Because she did have a video, but. And ugh. I suppose even posthumously, one would hope that it would help, you know, catch the criminal. Yes, I think it was on 2020 Holy on their Twitter. Yeah, I didn't hear about that at all. Oh, it was either 2020 or Dateline, and I saw it on her Twitter, and I was shook for. So she she was held at gunpoint by someone who was getting in, like, 
to like assuming get assuming she was a, yeah 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 she wow. was assuming she was giving a ride to like a patron yeah maybe yeah. it was abc maybe even 48 hours one of them one of them had it it was a i know it was like a bigger news source i'll find it and send it to you because it already it was horrifying and I, I watched the whole thing. It's like a minute and a half video, but it was horrible and everyone should see it. Well, it's horrible watching it because she's sitting there like, can you not do this right now? And she's like, seriously, please don't do this. Yeah. I have I have kids like, please, please oh, stop. Geez. He's like, if you just listen to me, I'll let you go. You'll be just fine. I'm like, you know, that's you know, that's not what I was going to say. Yeah, it. it <sighs> People kind of people kind of go back and forth on like the best wisdom for a situation like that, because it's like, I know it kind of depends on the assailant. Like sometimes they really do just want to get some sort of weird experience out of the way. And then if you take them wherever they want to go or what have you, they'll let you go. And then it seems like other yeah. times they just they just tell you that because they know it will put you at ease, It'll like calm and you down. Right. Yeah. And so it's like it's hard to know, like, if you should just follow instruction and try to save yourself or if you should fight, you know, for your life, because it's ah, God, that's terrifying. That actually yeah. has happened to me. Not OK. Not that exact kind of thing. No, but um, when I drove Lyft and Uber for a while and uh, I on a number of occasions just had random people get into my car and they're like, hey, are you the guy? And I'm like. What kind of car were you looking for? The like it was Pennsylvania. It was Pittsburgh. That's where it was. Oof. Yeah, that is a far cry from Seattle. Yes, it is. So, what happened in your Uber? Because I'm very curious. Oh, well, I I don't have a like a particular instance, but I was surprised because I think out of the out of the, like year and nearly a half that I did it maybe happened five total times, but where just a completely random person uh, gets into your car. And after I had that happen, probably at least another five or six times, um, I, I was very uh, uh, deliberate in like keeping my doors locked. And on a number of occasions had people like trying to open the doors, like, hey, let me in. I'm like, you are not the person in the profile. I am not opening sure you're my not doors who for I'm you. Picking up. No, yeah. no. Now I'm like, no, no, thanks. You and you because you like pull up to a concert and there's just thousands of drunk idiots and they're like, this is like a, a brown Escalade and I'm driving a tiny red Dodge <laughs> Dart. They're like, this is definitely the car. Yeah, man, like, this no. fucking SUV is a piece of shit. I'm like, come fuck yourself. This is not a leather seat. SUV. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess in some instances like that where. You have crime happen. You're like, am I going to be helped? That that's yeah. that's kind of where like the need for, I guess I shouldn't necessarily say need, but that's where the vigilante justice like stems from is either from like stuff happening and like justice not being served or right. yeah, people see a gap in protection and they want yeah. to step up and and. And fill it. And I, I think it's fair to say that anyone in a situation like that, whatever their stance might be in the rest of their life, uh, uh, you know, their everyday living of how they might feel about vigilantes, 
if you've got a gun to your head, I don't think you care who's coming to rescue you as long as someone comes yeah. and pulls that gun away. Because you are okay you. at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So our vigilantes began their their life of justice in July of 2011. There were multiple police reports of 10 individuals going around the city in superhero costumes and patrolling. Which, I don't quite know how you get that exactly. <laughs> like, I don't know what, how exactly you find the difference of someone patrolling versus just, like, being in a costume and just, like, driving around because why not? Yeah, and I will say, like, especially in a city like Seattle that uh, I know for it's a fact a weird has... Place. Yeah, yeah, well, and they... <laughs> I, I believe they're the home of uh, of the PAX convention. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think there's at least some sort of Comic Con there, not necessarily like the Comic Con, but there's there's all sorts of festivals and stuff that involve people dressing yeah. up. So it's not exactly out of the ordinary, but I would love yeah. to be like listening in on that dispatch call when somebody's like, uh, yeah, we got a report of uh, 10 weirdly dressed people just walking around and kind of interjecting in people's business, it seems. The, the, yeah, the, yeah the, they're acting kind of like superheroes, but they're they're taking Ubers and stuff and like bird scooters. So I don't know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. So uh, this group of individuals, I'm going to name off their superhero names for you, consisted of Thor, Buster oh, Doe. I know, I know. <laughs> Thor, wait, come on. Wait, say that one again. Buster Doe. <laughs> All right. That's weird. <laughs> Green That's... Reaper. Nice. Yeah. Uh the Mantis. Okay. Is that Classic. also a superhero? Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. Uh Prodigy. Ooh, very 90s. Like that. Very 90s. It's uh that's a good that's a good like techno band. We got Gemini. Classic. Is that two people? It's one person. Oh, they missed an opportunity. They should be like the Wonder Twins, call themselves Gemini. But they could, that would actually yeah. work really well. Have like, yeah, have like opposite like color scheme, co like it's the same cut costume, but like opposite mm -hmm. color schemes. Oh, that would be fun. Uh, no Ooh. name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Which makes me want, like, if if you were looking at the roster, I would want it to just be a blank space. And, like, they call them no name. But, yeah, if you see it, it's there's just nothing. nothing. I I'm would like, the like that. Man. That's clever. That is clever, uh, yeah. Then there's Catastrophe. Not necessarily the best name for someone you want as a hero, but a cool name. No. Cool name. <laughs> uh, Thunder 88. Yeah. <laughs> Just rocking like flock of seagulls and driving a Camaro. Yeah. yeah. He's the wheel man. <laughs> Dunder 88. Come on. Th he pairs up with Thor all the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. It's Thor's sidekick. Oh then my there's God. Penelope. Come on, you just got done with Thunder 88 and just you're not what supposed to Penelope? you're not supposed to hero do hero business under your own real name. 
That's the thing is, is that it's it's not their real name. They just chose yeah, a different I, name. I figured, but yeah, Penelope, like, all right. I mean, I'm not going to begrudge them their their persona, but that's just weird. I know. Okay. And then Phoenix Jones. So that's like the core yes. group. Then they had a few other members join, which is Red Dragon. Yeah. Solid name. Solid. Midnight Jack. Pretty good. Kind of kind of classic, like, British. Although, again, yeah, it sounds like a serial killer. <laughs> you got, you got, uh, you got your boot heel Jack. You got your Jack the Ripper. <laughs> Midnight Jack is striking. There's two exactly. Rippers in the UK. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shit. And now and you got Midnight Jack. The Ripper, so, you know, then you got Midnight Jack. Yeah, coming I mean, for he is coming for He sounds like an anti-hero. Like, he sounds he like does. someone who's, he's going to do whatever it takes to get justice. Kind of makes me think of Deadpool a little bit. Yeah, I was thinking, um, if you're familiar, the um, uh, Rorschach from Watchmen. Where he's just kind of gritty and nothing. <laughs> Well, I'll have to make you watch it at some point. It's very good. It's, it's kind of well, sad. But he wears you know, a shameless, shameless plug for Adventures Assemble. Yeah. Which will oh, be coming yeah. to you soon. Very soon. Well, yeah, we got to get that worked out. Well, he, he, he had a mask that like was essentially just kind of white fabric. But then somehow they never really explain it like in universe. But his mask shifts with like black blots so he literally looks like a a living Rorschach test yeah and so hence his name it is cool and he's he's gritty and he never compromises on justice although he's also insane but oh you know well all the good anti-heroes are that's true we also have Omega solid and we got Karma with the K ooh and then this one I think you're going to love. Skyman. <laughs> uh, it's okay. It's not as good as Penelope. But I do no. like. See, I mean, all the other ones are kind of like you can sort of get a, a, a down to earth human level, kind of like Batman-esque uh, superhero that doesn't actually have powers. Skyman really implies that he can fly and he can. I mean, even Thor, it's like that's an actual comic book hero. So you can understand someone just like taking that and using it. But like you call yourself Skyman, you better have some awesome tricks up your sleeve. Sounds a little bit like a. um, Knockoff unlicensed Superman. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. Just just where my mind went. He. What is it also made me it also made me think of like Skyman is a man and not a woman because it's Sky Man. Oh, that would be a fun kind of juxtaposition. Like even if they don't yeah, yeah. She she's very clearly Yeah, and it's not even like an identity thing necessarily. She's she's just kind of trying to break down the tropes of the the superhero world and she's like i am skyman and they're like but you're a woman and she's like i'm as good as any man Man. yeah and they're like all right that's fine oh okay and then this one is one of my favorites el caballero which is the cowboy 
That's for anyone awesome. who does not speak Spanish, the cowboy. That's, that's awesome. I hope they are Spanish or or you know Hispanic. Uh, I hope so because cultural yeah. appropriation, maybe, but a little bit. It is fun and to say he, though, too. Yeah. And then they have one person doing intelligence and advocacy against domestic violence, which is purple rain, as in you reign over a nation. All right. They everyone needs a kind of rain. Everyone has that person in the chair who's sitting at the desk and then they do the public relations stuff. But not a great name, but you know, they're clearly a a, a Prince fan. And they, yes. they wanted to put a that twist on it. That was my first my first thought was Prince. Yeah. I've I I kind of assumed they were gonna go with something similar to Watchtower. Like like they're the person who's overseeing everything, but eh, all right. There's like yeah. I like Prince. What? Go fuck yourself. I like Prince. Yeah. It's a good song. I love the movie too. Yeah. So the group has collectively done quite a few things for the community. Um, the group stopped four men posing as police officers from robbing a blind man whose pockets they were searching. Oh my God. <laughs> That's <laughs> actually really cool. Yeah. I, this is one of the ones I really liked because. Yeah. I also don't understand why they went through the trouble of also impersonating a police officer. I was just going to say that. Like, more because, I mean, I understand more in the fact that it throws other people around them off. But the blind man isn't really going to notice. I mean, depending I'm, on how blind he is, but I'm assuming I'm gonna, he's pretty blind. Yeah. I'm good. Well, and there again, even if he has some level of, of sight in the papers, like the headline it's is going like to be the and yeah. shapes than ver- then like I can tell clearly that this is like a police officer. Yeah, like the headline will still say that he's blind. Like, yeah, superhero protects blind man yeah. from would be robbers. Man who doesn't see well, protected by <laughs> heroes. Does not have the same ring to it as hero save blind man. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's just really. Although, yeah, I'm willing to give these stupid robbers the benefit of the doubt and figure they weren't necessarily targeting the blind man when they decided to be cops. Probably. But and that is, that is probably it. But I mean, I that's do think like that's the, pretty funny. Yeah, that's like the adult, like level version of the like hall monitor saving a kid who's losing his lunch money to the local bully. Yeah. Like, like good on you. Way to go guys. Yeah. The group has also stopped or aided in the following. They've stopped a carjacking, helped with stuck vehicles on the highway. Yeah. Stopped someone from drunk driving. Oh, I, no. I appreciate that. <clears throat> Yeah, not a service you necessarily think of. That's still heroic. Still being yeah. a hero, yeah. I'd say so. They chased down and aided in the apprehension of a sex offender. Which Wow. I'm assuming they caught this person in the act. Oh. Versus just like finding a random person who happens to be a sex offender and is like chasing him down. Yeah. Or I mean, maybe they maybe they did the old Dateline uh, 
caught a predator thing. I mean, maybe they oh, set them up. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, now I want to know the, the the details of that case. Interesting. I didn't find any details, otherwise I would have put them in because I was actually like kind of intrigued about the details of that one. Yeah, but still a good headline. They they stopped uh, like it's it's not necessarily false. Like they even if they just sort of happened upon this guy, it's like, wait, we still stopped a sex offender. We we helped put him behind bars. They have escorted people to their vehicles late at night, which I think is a nice thing. Yeah, an people. underrated service. I actually uh I really appreciate it. I never ended up uh taking advantage of it, but um when I was in college, I really liked that they had those little like blue light stations where yeah. like anywhere on campus, they're like, <clears throat> and they were always very adamant about like, I don't care what time it is. I don't care uh, if you, you know, like you don't have to see anybody. You don't have to hear anything. Even if you have just like a bad feeling, you have the right to protection on this campus. Yeah. So feel free to use those things. And ju- even if you are just, you know, going like down a block, to a building you can call us and we'll escort you i'm like that is really cool made me feel very safe yeah we had a safe walk service that i never ended up using which probably should have but the i have a reason for why i didn't do it one is because the like their station located on campus was on the entire other side of campus from where like all of my stuff in the art building was. Yeah. So not only is it going to take them like twice as long to get there, but you're like, I don't want to make them go through the trouble. I'm like, they're going to walk all the way here, walk me to a car, walk all the way back. And Mm. I usually could park like right behind the art building. So I didn't have to go very far. And if I did, it was maybe like, five minutes at the very most. But yeah, but when it's when it's late at night, it's it can be it can feel creep, especially when like if it's that like on a weekend or something like there's just nobody else around and it just feels super creepy and vacant. Yeah, I always called someone on the phone. Yeah. And it was like, I'm walking to my car from class. So in case like, something happens, at least I at least have someone on the phone, but yeah. also because like I've heard some horrific stories where someone like calls someone for safe walk and then you get sexually assaulted by that person. And I'm like, well, I don't want to do oh that God. either. Like, yeah, that's no, not good. <laughs> the of this. Like, I don't want to do that. So that is Boy, also they... why I never took advantage of it. That's fair. They need a better vetting process. Holy shit. Yeah, it's. I, that did not happen on my campus, as far as I am aware. Yeah. But, but, I, but it, I'd heard stories of it happening, like, to people, like, on other campuses. I'm like, oh. Yeah. That it happened anywhere is just ridiculous. And I'm like, the fact that, like, just because, like, th- you know about it there doesn't mean that, like, it couldn't have happened here or hasn't already happened. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody might not have spoken up. It's unfortunate. Yeah, like could have already happened and someone's too scared to come forward. Yeah. So I think it's a little different when you have someone who is like a known person of like justice doing that for you. Like, I feel like it makes it feel safer. Oh, yeah. When you've got someone who's kind of high profile. Yeah. Yeah. They've also confronted people vandalizing public spaces. Oh, 
And this one I am a little unsure about. Okay. um, They've dealt with people like being threatening and like they had one guy threatening them with a golf club. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he was telling us this, but then like didn't want to press charges because they're like, but people will discover who we are. No. Well, he's their nemesis. He's the golfer. And he runs up and he says, it's time to tee off. And then he swings and then he says four. (laughs) And then he runs away. Oh, and then and then as he's running like his golf bag, he can hit a switch and balls will come out and it'll trip them as they. And it's like, I got you again, Phoenix Jones. (laughs) And then he runs away. He gets in a golf cart and drives very slowly away. Well, because I'm pretty sure. Oh, except Thunder 88's there, but he's still like changing the heads on his engine or whatever car thing. <laughs> oh, that. Oh, I just laughed so hard at that. Just imagine <laughs> the golf cart yeah. coming on his yeah. <laughs> And he tries to run them over, but he's going so slow. <laughs> oh, yeah. That. So that one. They're like, we're not really sure if this like really happened because oh. the guy's saying no. And they're like, well, it did. But like, we don't want to do anything about it. And they're in a difficult spot. Anybody? Yeah. He's just being threatening with a golf club. Yeah. I mean, that's still a crime. That's assault. You can't it threaten. Did, yeah. You can't yeah. threaten people with potentially <clears throat> deadly weapons. Yeah. If you're instilling fear in people, that's a crime. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. To jail with you, golfer. Aha. You'll never catch me. (laughs) (laughs) He rides away in his golf (laughs) cart. God damn it. Now I want to see that somewhere. Oh. Uh, Sometimes they were referred to as the Watchmen. Which to me has some very Jehovah Witness vibes to it. Yeah. Since like their whole thing is like the Watchmen. And they can't really, I mean, that's that's trademarked. They can't really use that anyway. Well, I mean, I don't think they used it, but that's just what people called them. They're walking down the street and somebody's like, hey, it's the Watchmen. And they're like, you can't call us that legally. No, that's that's not us. No, that's not. No, thank you. I appreciate the shout out. Appreciate it. But that's not. No, cut that out. Yeah. So they did generally drive around the city looking for fighting and crime to stop and some sometimes they were staged fights oh so like oh. <laughs> i think drum up some like word of mouth around it and some like news yeah. to be like, oh like just, they helped us and yeah just so just to clarify like the them as a group the the superhero squad they would like put people up to doing these fights for their own uh, like this, this isn't like another group of people who are like, Hey, let's stage a fight so that they come and check us out. Like this is the superhero group who is putting this all together for their own uh-huh. notoriety. Yes. Which that's sad. That's unfortunate. <laughs> did it for very long. You have fallen so but... far already from a blind man's pockets. I know a lot of people in the city did see them as like Batman type vigilantes. They did not have a spotlight in the sky to call them, but they they knew he, they knew they were there. Yeah. We are in the shadows. Yes. Just knowing they're out there keeps the city safe. 
Although I can imagine that a phoenix signal would be fucking badass. It Just would. Like a, a burning wings of a bird in the sky. Oh. Yeah. Da 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 da. Phoenix Jones, coming <laughs> down to you. Yes. Um, Phoenix Jones has stated that everyone on his team either has military training or some sort of MMA training. So they're not a group of people who don't know how to fight. They're, yeah, they they're do. not just they're not just a bunch of nerds who decided let's do this. Let's get some suits. They've I mean they might still be nerds, but they've they've got the they've got the skills. They at least have the skills to back up what they're doing. They're going to the streets equipped. It's good. Yes. Uh, they would wear like bulletproof vests and armor. So they wow. were protected. Mm hmm. They have almost been shot by the police a few times. <laughs> as that, well, That's the risk you run as a vigilante. I mean, as, um, I think at one point they were in like a park and it was at night and they like jumped out of the darkness and they like almost <laughs> shot them. Oh, okay. Fucking A Phoenix, just don't jump. Why? We're the don't cops. Don't the yeah. shadows. Like, don't do it. God, yeah, we got an anonymous tip about people creeping around in bushes. Oh, okay, it's just you guys. Yep. If you're gonna, just let us know if you're out here at least, okay? Don't just sit around in bushes. You're scaring. The go home. When you go home, Jesus Christ. Yeah. On May 29th, 2014, Phoenix Jones officially declared that the movement was over oh. and they disbanded. Oh. And on February 6th of 2020, Omega publicly revealed his identity and spoke about his experience on YouTube, which I did not look up the video for, but I'll see if I can find it. That's okay. Well, and anyone listening, you can look it up. It's, uh, it's quite revealing. Yeah. I don't know if I've watched I, that specific video, but whatever, whatever thing yeah. I, I heard about, yeah, I saw clips about it and they're like, it's, uh, Phoenix Jones might not have been who you thought he was. Well, we're going to get into that. Yeah. So Phoenix Jones, his actual name, which this is public knowledge, so I don't feel weird sharing this, is right, yeah. Benjamin John Francis Fedor. Wow. That's yes, a lot is, of names. It is a lot of names. Gotta admit, Phoenix Jones is much better. <laughs> That's a pretty yes. good, especially as something that isn't like, like you got someone naming themselves Thor. Like as far as a unique superhero name, that's pretty good. It is. He is the leader of the Rain City superhero movement. He was born in Texas in 1988. Oh. And he initially wore a ski mask to intervene in public assault. And, you know, just helped someone like the one time and was hooked. Got a taste for that superhero life. You hear it every time, every vigilante, you know, and mm -hmm. then they try to retire, but they can't get that rush by anything else. You know, they exactly. got to go out fighting crime, maybe cocaine, but mostly crime. They got to fight crime. Yes. And the ski mask, I, I feel like that's maybe not the best thing to wear <laughs> to help when someone's yeah. being <laughs> assaulted or robbed, because if they're yeah. both wearing ski masks, how do you know which one is helping you? Not to mention, I, uh, 
I don't know if you talked about it. Uh, isn't he black? He is. And I'm not, I personally don't have a problem with that. I can imagine, though, in Texas that running around with a ski mask as a black man is not going to do you any favors. This would have been in Seattle. He would have been in Seattle at this time. Oh, yep. I'm sorry. He's from Texas. He's from Texas, but he, when he started all of this, he was living in Seattle. Either way, probably probably still not the best plan. I would not suggest running around wearing a ski mask for Mm. anybody. Yeah. Just well, like you said, that makes sense in general, too. If you, but if you, if you go into, say, someone is robbing a grocery store or a mm-hmm. convenience store, they're wearing a ski mask, and you run in to be like, "Hey, stop doing that!" the The general populace isn't going to necessarily be paying attention to who's doing what. They're just going to see people in ski masks, and certainly yeah. if the cops show up and they see two people in ski masks, they're probably going to think they're in cahoots. Yeah. So he did later develop a full costume and the persona Phoenix Jones. Yeah. Starting in 2011. So I think it was shortly before that is when all of his vigilantism started. But he did develop the costume and everything for his safety so that he was not mistaken as a criminal. Cool. As you know, you wear a ski mask that kind of happens. Yeah. Trying and it, to like break up crime specifically. And I, I haven't seen a picture in a while, but as I recall, it's actually a pretty cool costume. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's like damn near Hollywood. It's like this professional like grade. Gold yeah. section. He used, he uses like very specific materials for it, which I think I talk about a little bit later. Yeah. I, I mean, it's pretty good. The whole thing about his costume and like what, he okay. has in it and what material it kind of is. So he was like, you know what? I'm going to make this costume. This is going to work out for me. And again, the police will disagree and yeah. say that they would prefer you don't do that for the exact reason of not being mistaken as a criminal <laughs> or a yeah. group of criminals. Right, yeah, because they're still like a gang, kind of. Kind of. The street, <laughs> the way they are a gang. Like, yeah, yeah. And they're again from the from afar. Even if you're breaking up a fight, you're probably just going to look like someone who's in a fight, and they're not yeah. likely to distinguish you from a criminal. Yeah. It's a rough gig, um, man. It is. Um, Jones is a mixed martial artist. So he did MMA for, I think he started in 2006 and ended in 2010. Yeah. He signed it. Yeah. Good four years. That's when he needed to hit the streets. He's like the the ring just isn't doing it for me anymore. I got to get out in the real world. Yes, he signed on to the World Series of Fighting during which he fought at Two catch weights, which I don't know if that's like a weight class or I'm assuming MMA this, people this is are what losing I need their Gabriel minds right for now. Is to like tell me this information because he knows all of this, and I'm just like, yeah. this means nothing to me. Has he has he done some MMA stuff, or is he just he's really interested in it? He likes watching oh, he, it. He he like Madeline. He does Muay Thai. No kidding. 
Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. He hasn't been doing it lately, but he he does Pretty cool. do Muay Thai. So he knows about this stuff and I do not. Yeah, I I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't have any idea what a catch weight is. I'm assuming no, you're no. correct, though, that it's like a weight class. I think that's what it is. <laughs> Either way, during the four years of his career, he had 15 wins and two losses. Damn. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. And his career ended up taking him to Seattle. So that's how he ended up oh. from Texas to Seattle was through oh, MMA. Okay. Yeah. So he was already okay. I was thinking like maybe his family moved from Texas or something, but so he was he was already an adult when mm-hmm. he went to Seattle. He was. He okay. was. And during this time he developed his persona after seeing some incidences where he wanted to then take matters into his own hands because he felt like he was not helped and the people in this in these incidences were not helped. Right. Um the first one being after he like shortly after he moved to Seattle his car was broken into Ugh. during which um his son was injured. Oh and, my like, god. He he like tripped and fell onto like the broken glass from like the car window. Ugh. And I didn't even know he had a son. He does. He has a son. Damn. I don't know about any other kids. I just know that he has a son. Yeah. He's got one. At least. He's got one. At least one. He's got and... glass shards all over himself now. Oh, poor thing. I think he's I think he was okay, but still like not the thing you need as a parent. Being in a new city. Yeah. And then, like, your car gets broken into, then, like, your kid gets hurt from it. And be like, ugh. And (laughs) on top of that, he was told that several people saw it happen and no one did anything about it. Like, no one stepped in. Right. No one. They're just like, oh, yeah, like, I saw, saw, like, someone broke into your car. And he's like. Cool. Cool. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. And they're like, oh, yeah, no problem. Like, bye. Like, like call anyone didn't didn't do anything you didn't do anything really couldn't have like called police to report it yeah what should have happened even if you didn't personally intervene i should have shown up to the cops like assessing the situation and and then i walk up and they're like who are you and i'm like this is my car and they're like what happened and i'm like i don't know i need you to tell me yeah but instead you just walk up to a bunch of glass your kid trips into it and you're like what the nobody Nobody's doing anything about this. I can understand that. That sucks. And the other incidents that was like, I think this was the big turning point from him was that his friend was assaulted outside of a bar where, you know, there's tons of people outside of bars. Usually for sure. Especially in like a big city. There's usually like lots of people around. Oh yeah. There's people loitering all over the place. Yeah. And during the encounter, he called 911 and then he put on a ski mask and like made a scene until everyone showed up because he's like trying to help his friend. And then he's pissed because nobody is doing anything. They're just like, oh, like, I don't need to be involved in whatever this 
thing over here is. <laughs> this doesn't involve me. I don't need I'm to be in that fight. Yeah. So during that, that is kind of what pushed him to then become a vigilante because he's seeing all these instances where like someone could have said something, but nobody did. Yeah. He's going to be that person who says something. Damn it. He yeah. can't stand the injustice. And this kind of makes me think a little bit of the um, Kitty Genovese. But I would just, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with that one. Cause that's a huge Classic. one yeah. with the bystander effect. And yeah. although I do yeah. have to say that that has actually been disproven because what it kind of leads up to is more police inadequacy. Oh, because yeah, you... like reports were made and stuff was done for it, but then it doesn't do you any good when the police doesn't show up for right a long when time. You... Yeah, it makes it makes for when a great... the help doesn't come. Yeah, it makes for a great story when you hear about everyone just watching this woman get stabbed, but then you drill down to the details and they're like, no, a bunch of people called. Nobody showed yeah. up. But she is the reason we have 911 now, so you can thank her for that. Oh, get it. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, because you had to like actually call the police station before that. Yeah. Which hmm. they're like, we could make this easier. Oh my god. Can and you imagine did, trying so to thank you. <laughs> Can you imagine trying to police even just before oh. uh, phones? I mean, like now we got cell phones and we got GPS tracking stuff, but my God, like I, I rem- I've listened to a few podcasts where they're talking about like, if you're in the correct era, you can just get away with anything. Cause like mm-hmm. nobody, nobody knows if you do it right and you get away in time, like get away from a crime scene. Like you can literally yeah. just do anything. There's yeah. no DNA. There's no blood. But yeah, there's, there's no DNA. There's no blood. It's um, well, especially like, the whole reason, like, nobody knows who Jack the Ripper is is because it was so... Yeah. I'm trying to remember, like, what time period it was. But it was in that era where they're just like, oh, there's blood here. Clean it up. Yeah, yeah. The first no. thing, we don't want get the people to be seen. Yes, this is this is unseemly for the, for the general populace. Let's get rid of all this. Yeah. We have to protect the women and children. Mm-hmm. Just clean it up. Nobody wants I to mean, see a doing prostitute. That- Let's get rid of this. They were doing that like in like the sixties. They're yeah. like, mm, just just <laughs> clean it, it's fine. Well, I don't want to do detective work in a dirty crime scene. Get this out of here. What is uh, uh, what I are these can't footprints? work in these Wait, conditions? Yeah, no, why are you taking pictures? That the, uh, the flash is really giving me a headache. Can you just get out of here? <laughs> so he developed his costume and persona when he started to become too recognizable. Mm. Oh, and okay. So he, he didn't do that right away. Like he started no, doing, he local started doing it fighting. without the costume at first. Okay. But wow. then it was like, Oh, like people are starting to like recognize me more. Like I got to protect like myself and my family. And also because he's like, I also need something that stands out more to the police. So they don't, Kill me on accident. <laughs> if you're going to be a vigilante, you want it to be obvious to the authorities. You do. You want it to yeah. be obvious not to kill you. Right. So I'm here to help. His costume consisted of dragon skin, a bulletproof vest, a stab 
plating, a stun baton, nice pepper spray, tear nice. gas, handcuffs, and a little first aid kit. Because <laughs> he has like like a utility belt almost kind of like Batman does. Of course he does. What little what little kid doesn't dream about having a utility belt like that? I know. Bunch of little gadgets in it and shit. So now we're going to talk about his press coverage and the stories that have made news with his work. <laughs> Beginning January 2nd of 2011, he chased away and stopped a car thief as the oh. owner stood in shock nearby. Wow, which really comes full circle. Like that was it the first does. that was the first thing that afflicted him and he's like not today. Not, not anymore. Today, this is my city, god damn it. We may be in Seattle, but I'm but you're protected by Phoenix. Yes. I want him to also then make like a bird sound like Kaka and then he runs away. <laughs> I don't know how that a Phoenix sounds, but yeah, it would puts his arms up and just then he like just goes eagle screech. Yeah. And then he just Phoenix Jones away. But yeah. then he just slowly jogs because he doesn't. <laughs> oh, that he, hasn't met, he, he hasn't met Thunder 88. He has not he met Thunder 88 yet. Yeah, he doesn't have a ride. And his car has been broken into, so it's an impound. It's, it's exactly. evidence. Yeah. So a few days later, he prevented a man from getting into his vehicle and driving while drunk and of course, the man was very unhappy about it. Hey. And he had to have a talk with the police. And at this point, oh, I guess he had met his other superheroes at this point. So maybe he did have a ride. Oh, okay. Oh, that's and cool. But that, the, I have to him admit, and that his, is... his group had to have a talk about um, the effects of intoxicated people and masks. And how they feel about them. Yeah. That <laughs> is a very thankless sort of situation where they're like, look, we're trying to help you. We're trying to help the people you might harm. He's like, I want to fucking go home. So you go fuck yourself. They're like, no, sir, we can't let you drive. I don't know who the fuck you think you are, little Thor. You go fuck off. It's Phoenix Jones. Or it's the reaction of like, no, like you have a mask. I don't like you. And like freaking out because you're like, you're trying to yeah. rob me. That's a good point. Yeah, they could just be, who the fuck are you? I'm here to stop you. I want to get out of here. Yeah, no, I suppose don't it, stop me. I was going to say, I, I suppose it would, your, your initial instinct, especially as a drunk person, is thinking that they're trying to jack your ride. Yeah. So they had to do that. And then on September 24th, 2011, he doused a man with pepper spray who was trying Ooh. to steal a bus. <laughs> okay. I was really prepared for you to reveal that he was like trying to help an old woman with her groceries or something. And, and he's he like, you're stealing. stealing from her. <laughs> you son of a bitch. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's, he was trying to stop a man who was trying to steal a bus. <laughs> yeah. He just walks up. Hey, uh, what are you doing? Who the fuck are you? Yeah. I'm Phoenix Jones. What are you, what are you doing on this bus? You don't look, you don't have a uniform or anything. Well, I'm taking it. <laughs> Yeah. All right, just in the face. Yeah, uh, the man got away, but his skin was dyed orange from the pepper spray. And oh, yeah. If you've ever seen the, like, police-grade pepper spray, which is what I'm mm -hmm. assuming he's using, it is this bright orange color, and it's like a foam. 
Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, that's the, like the, the base chemicals aren't that like, if I'm not mistaken, they add that coloring specifically for that reason. So they're like, they, if they chase you down later, they know who it is. Know who it like, is. Yeah. 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 John two gave me police grade pepper spray. Shit. Have you ever used it? Once. No, <laughs> I, uh, I never used it. Not even but just he, like in the backyard. Just did, like shoot it. He showed me like how to use it. Yeah, and yeah. the wind kicked up and like brought it back into my face. <laughs> <laughs> and I just ran inside and I was like, it burns, it burns. Yeah, but that's what I've heard. Like, it's no that joke. It did not feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I've, uh, yeah. working in the postal service, they actually give us dog repellent and it's, it's like oh, a super. Oh, they don't super... give you like bear mace or anything? Just dog repellent? Yeah. No, it's a super low grade, like tear gas, essentially. But they they still warn us. They're like, it's not going to knock you on your ass. But yeah, like, don't be careful with it. Don't. Yeah. They're like, don't don't accidentally, you know, unleash it inside the truck or anything like careful where you're standing. If you use it outside and there's a breeze or something, because the other like this, it's not going to feel pleasant. So No, it's. Which always astounds me when people like do get hit with pepper spray and then like they get up and they keep going. You're like. Yeah, because I've also seen the videos of like the um, there are certain police academies or like training rituals where they they go through the the sensation of pepper spray because they're like, you need to know what you're using, that kind of thing. And I mean, they're non-functional for like the rest of the day. They do pepper spray. They'll do. Ta- they do tasing too. Yeah, that's wicked. Which Ooh. is uh, who? Yeah. I, so I've, I've heard someone describe that as the single worst experience of their entire life. The tasing. <laughs> like I've it's, heard it's not fun. Yeah, they're like, no, thanks. Don't want to do it. I prefer to never do that again. But yeah. Phoenix Jones, you got to be able to take a hit and keep going. Yeah, so he did state that he did not receive help from police who took hours to respond to the incident. Mm. Well, they knew Phoenix Jones was on the case. Oh, exactly. So they're taking their sweet time. Yeah, it's a bus. We'll catch the next one. Yeah. (laughs) And on October 9th, 2011, he came to the aid of someone in a physical altercation. And when the police... Arrived. It was after the aggressor fled, and the they put in their report that it was a questionable use of pepper spray. Mm. So I I don't I don't know what that means exactly for Phoenix yeah, Jones. It's just a twelve year old kid on the street selling lemonade, and he's like, "You got a permit." And they say no, and he just <laughs> unleashes. Yeah, you little son of a sprays it directly into the lemonade. Oh. Like try selling that shit, you little bastard. And then wind oh. picks up and it goes into his own eyes. He's like no, God, not again. Yeah, the victim of the altercation did call him a hero. So, oh, okay. Well, that's good. Uh, I I'd say like at least there was some positive outcome for that. Tell that little shit not to sell in front of my house, and he always does. Phoenix Jones saved me. He's a hero. <laughs> little bastard in his quarter of cup bullshit. No free and refills. It cost five cents. I'll refill your ass with my foot. Is what's gonna happen, you little bastard. 
that would be the best part. Yeah, in my day, it was a nickel. You're trying to sell me a cup of lemonade for a quarter, you little shit. <laughs> so and on November 27th, 2011, with his team, they followed a neighbor who was accused of stabbing someone, and they prevented him from fleeing until police arrived. Wow. So. Well, that's good. Yeah. No, no reported mace usage I, that time. Not that time. Then in January 6th of 2012, they stopped a fight in Belltown, which was the same area as the New Year's Eve shooting in Seattle. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. Not great. Not great. And then in May 1st of 2012, a blogger reported that Jones had pepper sprayed a black block protester, which he immediately denied on Twitter, but then later stated on the Bob Rivers show that he was undercover with the protesters. And when it was revealed to him that there was a plot to bomb the city courthouse, he then went to police, told them what was happening. They did nothing. And he's like, and then we had, we had to act on it. So him and the other Rain City superheroes intercepted the protesters at the courthouse and then acted in self-defense as the protesters began to throw rocks and bottles towards them in the courthouse, like through the windows. Holy crap. Yeah. So they're legit, like, Trying to do crowd control. And it's not yeah, going well. It's not going well. I did not see anything else on that. Just that that was a thing. Wow. Big also, like, one. again, with the pepper spray. Yeah, I was just going to say, he really does like that pepper spray. He really spray. uses it. Where's that uh, MMA coming into play? Like, deflect and and push away. Like, come on. The only time I heard of him using... His MMA was on November in 2012, where he engaged in mutual combat with somebody. So they <laughs> mutually fought each other. Physically. I was going to say, that's, yeah, that's not him, like, walking into an altercation and, like, diffusing the situation. Well, by, I will by, fight you. Bring yeah. it on, bro. Who the fuck do you think you are? I'm Phoenix Jones. I can kick your ass, you piece of shit. And then he's like, I'm... Wait, 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 you just walk the streets, beat people up? No, I'm, I, you know, I, I patrol and I, I use my martial arts skills. Oh, yeah, I don't fucking karate. I'll kick your ass. And then, uh, <laughs> it's always the drunk man who knows karate. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, they always know karate. They watched, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they watched Ninja Turtles a lot as a kid and they picked up a few <laughs> things. I know how to do karate. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> You ever seen Shredder? I'm like three Shredders. Shred your ass, bitch. And then he's like, <laughs> all right. Pepper spray. Pepper yeah. spray. Yeah. And then in March, on March 27th in 2015, so at this time, Rain City Superheroes had been disbanded. He was in New Haven, Connecticut, and was supposed to be a featured speaker at the Institute Library's Amateur Speaker Hour. And he <laughs> prevented a man from being stabbed and held off a group of men until the police Holy showed up. Holy shit! Whoa! That's awesome! Yeah, I'm like, okay, okay, like, actually, actually, like, using his 
his knowledge. Yeah, again, oh. like, that's legit hero stuff. Yeah. And then on September 20th in 2015, he spotted three men pistol whipping another man. He alerted the police and then charged the man holding the gun. And all three men were charged for assaults, and the one who had the gun was charged with possession of a firearm. Wow. So, actual hero stuff happening. Yeah. Say, he Versus probably... just pepper spraying. Yeah. <laughs> Not that that, that can't be, like, hero work, but... But, yeah, he's, he's legit the bar's a little the low. <laughs> the, bar, the bar is a little low. It's a little low. Well, he doesn't have his team anymore, man. Come on. He's it's just him work. and he's doing it all this solo work. He's out of Mace. He doesn't have it anymore. It's down to just oh, him God. and his wits. Yeah. And then he in had the, He had the one can for four years. Yeah. And on March 22nd of 2016, he attempted to assist police in helping talk a man from a tree. The man oh. climbed up an 80-foot sequoia tree. Jesus. And the police declined his offer for help. So he I think he just walked away from that one. Oh, I see. Okay. But I do feel like that that one is more understandable because when you have too many people trying to help like the one person doing something like that, well, too yeah. many cooks in the kitchen. And in this age of talking about like, you know, reforming police and stuff, you know, like get get social workers out there who can who can talk to people who are disturbed, like it's I think most people would agree that when it comes down to just the cops we have today and random guy on the street, they're like, okay, as much as we have a, a bit of upset nature with the cops at the moment, we'd still rather have the, the actual have authorities. The cops than like a random person that I don't know. <laughs> they're like, all right, Phoenix, settle down. You're, we, you, your, your can of your, your, your empty can of mace is not going to be the solution this time. Yes. It's not going to reach up an 85 foot Sequoia. Come on. Yes, and then in June of 2020, he was spotted patrolling the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, which was the, like, Capitol Hill area where they had... I'm not sure what they had there, but it was when they, like, took over the city for, like, weeks. Who did? I'll, I'll be honest. Have... The people of Seattle, when they just, like took over the city like in oh. June. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> you don't know, remember when they just like a group of people just like took over everything. They barricaded the streets and like people inside are like, I don't like this. No. I don't for this. I don't remember any of the I remember the guy I remember um Oh, I I had his name for a second. The guy in like Oregon who was pissed about paying too much for his cows to graze or some shit, and they had the standoff at that compound. Um, whole different thing. Okay, no, I don't. I don't remember. I I would talk more about it, but I do want to talk about that as like a whole other episode. So I, I I was actually just gonna say, I'm like, if we can do an episode on it, a whole lot of info. Yeah, I would That's love fine. to learn about that. That sounds insane. I didn't, I don't remember yeah, that I, at all. I remember it happening and being like vaguely aware, but also because it was June in 2020, 
being like, I don't want to keep looking at the news right now. Yeah. <laughs> Which right. I don't think I am the only person who chose to do that. So no, even the people in Seattle were just like, I'm staying inside. I'm turning my TV off. I don't care. Like, no, no, no. I got a shitload of ramen noodles. I'm going to barricade my home and just let it ride it out. Yes. So we can't talk about his accomplishments without talking about his arrest record. Yeah, this is what every I've been vigilante for. has one. Oh yeah, uh, he was arrested on October 9th in 2011 for the pepper spray altercation with the questionable use. <laughs> oh yeah, As, and the lemonade. Uh, yes, this was a few hours after he helped um, with the physical altercation. Oh no, this is a different time so he helped with the physical altercation and then was pepper sprayed for the man who was trying to steal the bus so that's like what he was charged for was that one okay the bus pepper spray (laughs) not the questionable use one yeah that sounds like a reasonable thing for the bus but so even though he technically stopped a guy from stealing a bus he got charged with essentially assaulting that guy I think so. I think that's what the yeah. charge was. Yeah, even if you're trying to stop him from stealing a bus, you can't pepper spray people. That's yes. why you call the cops. Yeah. And then on January 9th of 2020, he was arrested for allegedly selling MDMA to an undercover cop. Yeah, there we go. He was released from jail two days later, pending investigation, and he ended up getting a second charge for selling cocaine. Oh, my God. And they <laughs> did the cocaine came into it. They did end up seizing four grams of cocaine from him during like a meetup sting, as well as like a scale for measuring it. Wow. So. I did not see anything else on that because, you know, then COVID happened and everything's been so backed up. Yeah. I didn't see any any information other than that's what the charges were. Yeah. And that That it happened. happened Yeah. And then and then arguably uh, bigger issues arose in the world. Yes. Yes. And with everything, he has stated that he is now retired, but maybe isn't like 100% retired, but is like officially retired. Just want him to. Right. I just like I just like thinking that he's still out there somewhere. With his he, spray. he himself hopes he is not officially retired, <laughs> but he is also in the place where he's like, I don't do this as a job. Like nobody's depending on me to do this as a job. Like it's, it's not in the way that like we depend on the police force because that is the job they are all signing up to do. He's just doing right. it for fun. Yeah. Which is probably not a great plan. Probably not, but that is the story of Phoenix Jones. Oh, Phoenix Jones, you burned so bright. He did. That he did. That he did. He soared so high. He was he was up there with he was up there with Skyman. Oh, he was up there with Skyman. (laughs) Skyman! Woo! 
I don't I don't know if I have any powers, but here I am. Here I am in the sky. Woo! <laughs> I'm in the sky. I'm sky man. I don't know why that's so amusing to me. It just is. Yeah. Um, I'm in Seattle. I'm in the I'm on the space needle. Do sky we man, have Skyman died today after falling from the space needle? The Seattle people are very disheartened with his tragic passing. Yeah. Skyman brought so many smiles to our face. When we oh. were blue, he was too, because he was <laughs> the sky. Skyman. I can't do that with a straight face. <laughs> I'm a horrible person, I know. No. Uh, do we have ratings for our pairings? Yeah. You know what? I was kind of, um, even though I was talking about uh, not liking them so much, I was, I was pretty impressed with the, the bomb pop. I, I um, don't remember liking it so much when I was a kid, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a seven. That, yeah, uh, I, I had mine earlier today, so I'm going to give it about a seven. I didn't remember. I remembered it being more crystally, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like this was more. Um, it was almost ice creamish. It was very tasty. I was surprised. Yeah, I kind of remember it more in the way of like a regular popsicle. Yeah. Kind of more like an otter pop almost. Yeah, but then it wasn't that. Yeah, where it's like basically just a frozen chunk of ice that has some flavoring in it. Yeah. Um, no, this was way better than I, than I remembered it being. So yeah, I'm going to give it a seven. I'm, I'm going to give the drink an eight just because it gets, I probably was going to give that a six. Um, but it gets a couple extra points just because as much as I don't really like fireball that went down really easy. Like I said, I think my problem is just that I, oh, you always have that one friend who just wants to torture the rest of you. And you're like, why did you bring Everclear to the party? Nobody wants to, like, let's just, yeah, let's do let's shots. Do like, come on. Yeah, come on, let's do shots. Let's yeah, do don't shots. be party pooper. Yeah, let's do the worst let's do the thing shots. in your body. Yeah, and then Fireball comes out. And they're like, let's add tobacco sauce to it. And it's like, why? That doesn't even have alcohol. Oh, let's just hate ourselves right now. And it's like, no, that's, come on. But, um, yeah, it got some extra yeah. points just for being better than expected. So, yeah, I, I would uh, yeah. give them a give them an eight and a seven. The, the, the pair I suppose together gets a seven itself. Yeah, I would probably give the drink. A, I, I'd also give it an eight. I'm a huge fan of cream soda, so I like the combination. Yeah, I it's was also surprised choice. by that. Yeah, that worked out really well. Um, a lot yeah. of the suggestions were like, I think someone just suggested like club soda. And I'm like, I don't want to just add Mm-mm. flavorless. Uh, yeah. And then uh, orange juice and apple cider, um, which I can kind of see apple cider working the sort of cinnamon yeah. yeah. It's a good fall drink. We save that for fall. Exactly. Yeah. And that's kind of what I was thinking too. I'm like, I want to get into more of a spring vibe. And yeah, the cream soda mm-hmm. did not disappoint. It did not. And yeah, I would agree with the pairing of the two as a seven. Yeah. And if you have any uh, suggestions for us, you can email us at peculiarpairingspod at gmail.com or you can contact us on Twitter at peculiarpairpod or Instagram at peculiarpairingspod. Yes. So yeah, send those, send those suggestions and emails and see if you can make me cry. 
Yes, wanna, we want to hear. We want to hear from you, listeners. We want your suggestions. Yeah, because I will definitely take them and run with them, and we'll give you a shout out on air. So, yeah, it'll be fun. We like, yeah. like, like we're all having a good time. We're all hanging out and having fun together. I mean, I hope they're having fun with us as they listen to us. But me too. Oh man, I just imagined somebody. <laughs> I would hope. Now I kind of like the idea of someone following through every single episode and getting this far and just being like, "Oh, I hate them so much." But it's like, why do you? I mean, listens a listen, yeah, so I listen guess to, they listen out of spite. Yeah, they just hate listening. They're at the gym, and the, it gives them the motivation yeah, to push. It. Yeah, uh, I just wanted you to know that I got to an extra, an extra few reps today on the on the bus because i hate you guys so much yeah that is i can say that is not the feedback i have received thus far it's good so that's good (laughs) yay (laughs) i've heard i've heard good things so far but any suggestions for episodes email us tweet at us dm us whatever floats your boat we're here so what's what's our topic up for next week uh, Europe's 18 month winter. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm pretty excited about that, especially now that we're kind of getting out of winter. I'm like, I think I can stand to listen to a winter story again. Cause I, yeah, that is kind of why I put it more towards the spring summertime. Cause I feel like the irony yeah, of that's... not having a summer. <laughs> Well, it's like I deliver mail. I'm outside in the winter all the time. I don't yeah. want to listen to, but now, now I'm ready. I'm going to. Now you're ready. Exactly. I'll the be, I'll be prepared. Come. Yeah. Yeah. So we will see you all next week. Yeah, we will. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye.